Podlita. My goodness me. Oh, we'll get there. Private panel. I'm on Want to wear that top? It's good. It's brown. Where are the bobbleheads? Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand spanking honking new episode of Pod Leadum. Unless this is in the past for you and you've listened to it before, Ooh. in which case, I love being in syndication. <laughs> <laughs> I'm JW Crump, and I'm pretty supportive of the environmental case. I'm Alexander Price, and where's the necklaces, the scarves, the beads? And I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and think about the cruise and all the great things you did. <laughs> oh, that was so passive aggressive at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and we're about to talk about the, fir- the post-audition episode. So the second episode of the cycle, the cycle being nine, it's called The Models Go Green. And man, will they shove that in your face. <laughs> also, before we get into the episode, um, we want to do some some updates, some business. You know what beep, I mean? Beep, beep, beep. We're going to give you I a love your, yes. I love your pink lemonade you're sipping. It's like your Thanks. version of tea. Yep. <laughs> um, first of all, there's this Reddit post that the title of it made me so happy and the associated picture. Um, it was posted a couple of days ago and it says, when Pod Leadum Podcast starts Psycho 9 and shits on Vic, Ebony, and Jenna instead of Mila and Celicia. And it's a <laughs> crying Santana Lopez from Glee. And it's so funny. It does bring up something, all right? Because a lot of people in the comments are like, hey, these are some of our favorites. And in this episode, the three of us didn't like them. First of all, I think we can all agree our opinions of the three of us and yours might differ. I think it is worth reminding people, though, that we watch the episodes just one or two at a time. Mm -hmm. And I personally, I won't speak for the two of you, but I, I think this to be true of all of us, I personally try really hard to objectively watch each individual episode and dissect it without letting my overall opinion currently of one of the models in their journey in the house reflect how I feel about them. Yeah, I try really hard not to remember how I felt about people on the original watch because I do sort of want to let my opinion evolve organically and environmentally. (laughs) Especially since it's changed. Some of my opinions on people have changed from what I recall. Yes. Now, am I going to come across a Britney who I still hate and will always hate? Yes, that does happen. (laughs) A Britney, not a Britney. No, a a Britney. Yeah. But not a Britney. (laughs) But overall, I think we don't know how we're going to feel about people. And that's kind of what's been fun about this podcast. Yeah, but let me also be very clear. I feel I don't want that, this whole discussion. We just thought it'd be cool to remind people, especially if you're newer to the podcast, who constantly see people being like, I just discovered them. And maybe you're, I don't know, maybe you're listening to this one because Psycho Nine's your favorite. Would love to meet that person. (laughs) (laughs) But let me be clear. Let me be clear that I love Reddit posts like this because we also got one about our bonus episode <gasps> about Mr. J's book. This was like today, y'all. Um, and people are really excited about it. Thank you to each of these people who made these two individual posts. And also, we're so glad that you're enjoying the bonus 
episode because yeah. it was one of those things that we were like should we make it is it like are people gonna care turns out a lot also it feels <laughs> based on the comments so far it feels like we've saved people the trouble of actually reading it good <laughs> it's it's the lord's work really yeah also i just want to say that even though you know what we said was very truthful we're also liars because clearly we're stands for certain people, and we love that you are as well. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, absolutely. I'm so glad Brooke didn't break my heart. <laughs> I would have been so sad if I was like, oh, but by the way, she didn't ask me anything recently on her IG Live, and I screenshotted every single part of it. So. <laughs> but speaking of doing the Lord's work, some of y'all are doing it for us. You're our gods. <laughs> Because you can now support the podcast through Anchor.fm. Easiest way to find it is Anchor.fm slash Podleadum. And you can become a monthly supporter, contributor for as little as 99 cents. We got some 4 99 folks. It really helps us do things like buy physical copies of Mr. J's book. <laughs> yep. Only one of us did that. <laughs> Whatever it may be. And plus, we just appreciate it. So, we're going to start every episode shouting out a couple of our, the first names of a couple of our folks. And this week, it's a trio of C names Ooh. because it's Catherine, Cameron, and Christian. Thanks, y'all. Queen Catherine. <laughs> Queen. Queen Cameron. <laughs> we had a Christian, a uh, 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 first eliminate Christian, too. Oh, yeah. Well, y'all, I only want people to support us who have top model contestant names. <laughs> the only reason i'm allowed to do this podcast <laughs> previously on we're reminded of another c word cruise because that cruise music came in hot and heavy i found out that tyra is a full liar this was filmed in the summer so none of this bullshit about going to the caribbean <laughs> during the winter to do the fucking photo shoots lies lies <laughs> lies lies you mean that song was a lie oh no yes I mean, there's a lot of timeline fuckery in this episode, so... <laughs> the editing in this episode is some of the worst we've ever had. Also, oh, yeah. interesting reveal in the previously old Victoria was at the table with Marvita when Ebony was doing her whole, like, eating disorder thing. Which I thought was just interesting that we got an extended cut that Victoria was there, too. We also get our first look at the new opening credits. <laughs> And what's the color for Cycle 9? Silver. <laughs> also wanted to know the Jasleen's uh, adjective, if you want to call it that, is couture. <laughs> and some people lost adjectives. Hmm. I didn't notice that. What do you mean? So, Yoana is fantasy, high fashion. Sure. Naima, funky funky, or <laughs> funky something. <laughs> If, you, if it was funky funky, it would make me so happy. <laughs> Just one funky goes away and then a new <laughs> Eva is edgy fierce. Then Nicole is just editorial. Danielle is fly beauty. Carrie D is classic. And Jasmine is couture. It is so funny that this was like an opening idea that I do like seeing all the winners, except for, of course, winner Adrian. Sure. But... It, like, had a lifespan, and this is why this is the last cycle with this style of opening credit, because yeah. after this, they were like, oh, what, <laughs> we're, we're, are we going to just say funky once? We can't. <laughs> She's got to be funky funky. But everyone's in silver, right? Basically. Yeah. There, some we see more of. Like, Sarah was the first one I saw, like, bathing suit. Yeah. And most of them get bathing suits, except 
Ebony gets a bathing suit top and a skirt. Yes. Also, Celicia continues being the most cash person ever. <laughs> and it's just a full mannequin in the opening. <laughs> if you had told me Celicia didn't know they were filming, I would have believed you. <laughs> They're like, cut. And she's like, oh, we started? All right. <laughs> also, we have this like sequence that I love. It's Heather who looks like she hated doing this. <laughs> she looks so fucking pissed in the opening. And then we have Kimberly, fast turn. Bianca, fast whip. Bianca <laughs> looks like she's nude. Yes. She does. And in then, a very unfair way. Victoria, it looks like a romance novel cover. She's just got like <laughs> light wind blowing. <laughs> you know, remember that <laughs> SNL sketch when, uh, and it was like, I don't know if Fabio was the actual guest host. That couldn't possibly be true. It was A.D. Bryan and somebody else as a Fabio type. And every time they moved to one edge of the screen, this light wind would happen. <laughs> That's what it looked like. And I, I loved it. Also, this opening credit sequence secures... I, I feel like we always get the bustiest contestant. Like, that's like a kind of contestant we'll have. Yeah. And it's definitely... Kimberly. Yep. Yeah. That bathing suit was they were like well struggling. Struggling <laughs> to stay on her. So this is the beginning of the fuckery of editing that be- goes on. So the <laughs> girls head to the fashion district. Mila's excited because she always thought that she could just like be a model. ANTM is a good place to be a model. I mean Yeah, Mila. <laughs> Also, the name. <laughs> I love that now they're literally taking them to a mall. Yes. Well, poor Janet says she's here to learn the most she can about fashion. And I'm like, Janet, you have come to the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> Janet looks so stunning in her talking head, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. We also begin Bianca's hat storyline that's pulled <laughs> so far down her face. So, Alexander... You're from California, as it's yes. been all established. Is the Market Center Mall the center of California's fashion industry? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> also, Heather, we didn't talk about in the previously on, but Heather literally rep- repeats what they said on the previously on. Because uh, this show is going to spend a lot of time explaining Heather. It's going to take, it's going to be a lot of time with autism, a lot of time with Asperger's, and it pronounced so many different ways by so many different it. Tyra will explain it. Heather will explain it. And part of me likes that they're like having the conversation. Part of me is like three in episodes enough. <laughs> the language around it is very interesting to me. And I think this is one of those things where the way we talk about certain things as a society has changed rapidly in the last couple years. Yeah. Because whenever they talk about her and when she talks about herself, they talk about struggling with a disability. And I really think the language around autism and different things like that has, the way we talk about it has really changed for the better. And it's oh yeah, sort of a weird time warp to sort of dive back into this language. Yeah. And it even comes from Heather. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not just how other people are perceiving it. It's also just how society was using that language. Yes. And I would say even probably how like psychiatrists and therapists were dealing with it too. Mm-hmm. Sure, 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 sure. Um, you know who's back to what they know though? Mr. J and a crystal skull t-shirt. <laughs> and full nipples. That's what he knows. <laughs> 
<laughs> very monochromatic. And this skull thing infects everyone. <laughs> this crystal skull inspired Indiana Jones because someone else later has the same shirt. Oh, an old navy purchase perhaps? We'll find perhaps, out. Perhaps. <laughs> Um, I do love the way Victoria is so specific about how she says where she's not been. She says she's never been left of Chicago. It was the weirdest way of saying that phrase. But it's, you know what? I know exactly where she's been. (laughs) I know exactly where she's been. Has she she been to uh, Wyoming? No. Has she been to Idaho? No. Has she been to New Mexico? She hasn't. Has she been to Connecticut? Yes, she's from there. But. Yep. <laughs> so according to the timeline that the show wants us to believe, this group of young women has been brought to a mall in order to get taken behind that mall. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately into the parking lot so we can discuss the overarching theme of this cycle. I didn't think about it, but they really just were there to have a parking lot. <laughs> they were just very excited about those dual escalators. I don't know. <laughs> they both went the same direction for some reason. <laughs> and Hannah, what's the theme of this cycle? So top model is going green. <laughs> green <laughs> is the new black. The most egregious ADR we've gotten yet because we hear that from Mr. J while he is gesticulating and clearly saying something else. <laughs> I also love, Alexander just said green is the new black, which is on their sweet-ass limo bus. <laughs> but also, 100% biodiesel. And I wish every car would show just the percentage of biodiesel <laughs> that it used. Like, oh, that car's got 24% biodiesel. All right, that's nice. That's cool. This has a real uh, mystery machine, but make it fashion vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) Also, the girls are trying to justify this in their talking heads. And I can't remember who it was, but someone was like, and I think the seats are recycled tires. Made up fact. (laughs) I was like, you think? Why do you think that? And we don't know. Also, you know what biodiesel apparently can't produce? Good lighting, because it is a tunnel inside this bus. But it's because of all the astroturf. It just sucks up the lighting. I love all of these very real plants that we're about to see (laughs) this cycle. When Mila said, and I know JW referenced it, but I'm pretty supportive of the environmental kick. It really is important to be aware of what keeps our Earth good. Well, here's the thing, Alexander. I also thought that she said environmental kick. But the captions say case. And also, when you rewind it with that in mind, it does sound like case. Oh, is this like a brainstorm, whatever the other thing, where it's like brainstorm, brainstorm, (laughs) where it's like the two words that have nothing to do with each other? Yeah, exactly. It's... It's really funny because I want to, I want Mila to be a lawyer for the environment. And she's very (laughs) invested in this environmental case. I will say one good thing about this ugly bus is it introduces us to the Tyra males that are much, much better than last cycles. True. Mm -hmm. Because they're the right size. They're the right size. They're green. Fine. Whatever. Of course. They have bamboo. Sure. sure. They're printed on 100% recycled paper. Oh my God. 100% biodiesel paper. <laughs> the Tyra Mill, though, is insanity. 
Because it says, when a model is inexperienced, she is green. When a model is successful, she makes green. When a model is conscious, she goes Goes green. green. (laughs) But that's, I realize what they mean by conscious there. Mm. But really, it should be conscientious, perhaps, because it seems like when the models are awake. Awake. (laughs) When you're asleep, you can litter. (laughs) Litter in your dreams. Yeah. This is one of my favorite autocorrects that's ever happened in my notes, because they go to the house, get ready for a lot of plants, and I really liked their runway, but I wanted to say that I liked the monitor with the waterfall, but I wrote... I like the Minotaur with the waterfall. <laughs> and if y'all want to write me a Chunk Tingle novel Please. where a Minotaur and a waterfall do it, I'll, I'll read it. This house could use 100% more Minotaurs. <laughs> it is a good runway, though. It's also curved. Curvy. It's real wiggly. Up? No, it's wiggly. But these photos that Tyra took oh, for this house. The boomerangs. So many boomerangs. I really thought we would be done with that. Also, does that mean that Tyra thinks that's her greenest, most environmental photo? Well, this is, the decor is very strange because green seems to be like Asian inspired is the idea behind the decor in this house. There was also a Buddha in the limo. Yeah, yeah. It's and also, like, all the bedrooms are the Jasmine room? All the bedrooms? All the bedrooms? <laughs> you mean the three bedrooms? <laughs> also, I don't think we mean bedrooms. We mean beds. Because <laughs> each individual bed has a full-size picture with Jasmine with Jasmine's name on it. So it looks like Jasmine just sleeps in every bed. <laughs> this bedroom situation one bedroom has nine twin beds in it one bedroom has two beds in it and one bedroom seems to have a large bed in it what is going on in this house and ambriel immediately jumps on that double in that double bedroom she's like of i'm not course. I, i'm no idiot <laughs> why would you want to be in the nine room also this is going ahead so far, and I haven't watched this episode, but if I remember correctly, when they go overseas, they also have bed drama. And maybe this yes, is they the do. drama that happened that made that drama happen later. Did anyone else see the exposed wiring in the house? Yes! <laughs> That's so it's environmental! <laughs> That's environmental! And did you see the wall of tiny contestants, including Kathy? No! <gasps> no! There are little tiny pictures because Jasmine and Tyra are over all the walls. They had like a shelving area of little pictures. Oh my God. I wish they were actual bobbleheads. Just like a shelf. You know, Kathy would have loved being a bobblehead. It's for, it's, it's, she's a bobblehead from her bobblehead. (laughs) Just looking up the entire time. Just wobble, wobble, wobble. It still has the feeding tube out the back. (laughs) If, uh, If any of our, fans have an etsy business oh my god if this could be something that existed please take it and run oh my a gosh ca- yes. a kathy bobblehead or us bobbleheads i mean whatever yes i'll take a kathy one <laughs> yeah the answer is yes okay let's get into some actual plot that we're gonna start having because i've never for me personally i've never had from one episode to the next such a turnaround in how i feel about the contestant because what what Tyra said to Ebony in the audition episode rocked her world. Had she, she never heard that before? Uh, 
well, it's not only that, but I think Ebony was like kind of humiliated by it. Yes. And is yeah. pro- I think truly was like, I didn't realize that everyone hated me. And so she says she's going to be just more reserved and more to herself. And this starts the Ebony trying so hard not to make any waves storyline, which is rough to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, cause she's also a crier. Yeah. And you're going to see a lot of tears streaming down that face at all times. And every, every time I see Ebony, I'm just like, I hope something good happens for you this scene. <laughs> I just want good things for you now, Ebony. Bianca is also very quickly turning from fun bitch <laughs> to slut-shaming bitch. Bitchy bitch. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll say this. Bianca, in the two episodes I've watched, this one and the next one, she is the kind of villain that's fascinating to watch. Because Bianca just comes across like mean-spirited and aggressive with her comments about the girls and her talking heads. And And her strategies with these women. Yeah, everything is tactical. It's it's kind of fascinating to see someone be so strategic with her comments and the way she presents herself. It would not be a cycle of top model if we didn't have questionable pool safety. Because Lisa almost splits her fucking head open on that thin-ass jacuzzi wall. Yeah, she does. It was... Also, Jenna says, who's going skinny dipping? And then, like, five or six of them instead get in with their full clothes on. (laughs) Like, full dresses. Not even, like, a bikini. Can we talk about my favorite contestant? The little conserving water sign. (laughs) (laughs) But all the girls are like, uh, fuck this. Kimberly's like, I'm going to be fun with my conservation of the Earth's resources. (laughs) Let's just all, all I could think of was it was another shower moment where Brooke would stand to the side and be like, you guys are crazy. You just want Brooke to be like on production. (laughs) Yes. I mean, she she became a producer. (laughs) That's true. Where's the lie, Alexander? So one of the things I neglected to mention in our previous ADR for Mr. J is that he was very clear in laying out a timeline, which was that they were going to get on the bus, they were going to see their new home, and the next day they were going to have a photo shoot. That is what the show lays out. So the next day we go to our photo shoot, except wait a second, Everyone is wearing the same outfits uh-huh. that they were wearing yesterday. And we'll re- we should remember that when they went out to the bus, it was fully nighttime. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, is there a world that I like to imagine where everyone slept in these clothes, even <laughs> if they swam in them, got out of and still was wearing those same clothes? Yes. <laughs> Just as much as I liked Celicia, Bianca, and Lisa doing a little play. <laughs> Where Bianca basically comes for Lisa again. Well, setting that up. But I love that Celicia was the Tyra stand-in for the call-out. And Lisa's like, you're even doing the blink. And then post-production shows us the Tyra blink, which I've truly never noticed before. But not in sepia. (gasps) It was currently happening, Alexander. (laughs) Somewhere Tyra is always blinking and listing. (laughs) But why was the show invested in, a... in making us think that the photo shoot happened the next day? Also, there's so much other editing tomfoolery. And on top of that, it's a weirdly designed episode because 
I looked at, I was like, oh, wow, we're at the photo shoot? We're only like nine minutes in. They also didn't get a Tyra meal for it. You're right. It's so weird. Weird. Though I will say this, there's something else that doesn't happen at this photo shoot, which I'm going to point out now. I think it's very, because I, you know how they always say like, and you're going to be teen doll and you're going to be rag doll and whatever. They definitely don't do it because lifting these out would be horrifying. <laughs> oh my god, I wrote them all down. But we're oh, gonna. I did too. I did too. But they didn't make it easy on us for once. Today we're actually going to do a photo shoot that creates awareness about the horrible effects of smoking. Cut to Jenna and Sarah's faces. Oh no! <laughs> he says they're going to be making the bold statement of smoking is really ugly. How brave! <laughs> well. It's because Cycle 8 made them, they must have looked so bad with all of them so, smoking in Cycle 8 constantly. They must have gotten notes from advertisers or yeah, something. Yeah, truly. Mike Rosenthal's here. Mm-hmm. Mike Rosenthal's back. Mike Rosenthal. And probably, oddly, his least weird photo shoot he's ever done for the show. <laughs> yeah. He's like, last season was really dark. Could I have something fun? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey guys, could I have something fun? And they're like, we got it. Chemotherapy. <laughs> The infection continues. Mike Rosenthal also has a skull theme. <gasps> Maybe now they're like ordered to. <laughs> so should we just list all of the yes. photo shoot themes now? Yes. All of the effects? Yeah, let's make it easy on the, the listeners if you haven't seen this episode. So here's what the photo is actually though. One side, it's it's you looking at yourself in a mirror, sort of. You're like beside a mirror. And yeah. one is very like and like of, a fancy W hotel. Yeah. Yes. And you're like kind of almost like a modern madman inspired kind of person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very glam, and you're smoking. And then in the mirror is you now portraying one of the eventual bad side effects or diseases that comes with smoking. Real loosey goosey. What's gonna be the effects? Mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised that they had this many. Even though some, I was like, "Mm, a lot of things could have caused that. Even though two are actually the same. Same. (laughs) Just varying stages of it. Let's go over them. Ambriel gets lung cancer. AKA bloody cough. She actually got consumption. Yes, thank you. That's what I wrote down too. She got consumption. Jenna gets full bald hair loss from chemo. While Mila gets partial hair loss losing hair yeah that's yeah. what it said hair loss and then losing hair <laughs> <laughs> janet is burn victim spontaneous combustion <laughs> yeah why did they say burn victim and not like falling asleep while smoking i don't know because that's what it's supposed to be right yes yeah chantal got tracheotomy heather and Celicia get to do a fun buddy shoot second hand smoking the next, my personal favorite, Kimberly gets sunken face. <laughs> you know, when you smoke and you get that old sunken face? I guess that happens. I've never heard it called that before. You have uh, stage three sunken <laughs> face. You have terminal sunken face. But Sarah has stage 47 premature aging because they make her the little old woman in the shoe. They make her Melrose. <laughs> It took me right back to the the girl who had to play the old woman character in Cabaret in my high school musical. <laughs> Victoria with stillborn <gasps> child. Oh my god. Y'all, there needs to be a trigger warning for this. 
What? And I want to be clear. We're laughing through the pain of listing these. <laughs> this is like one of those things where, like when you're listing them, like I'm certainly not making fun of any of this stuff that's happened, but the audacity by America's Next Top Model to make Victoria pose pregnant and then with a stillborn child <laughs> in her arms, uh -huh. it's, it's, it's the most horrifying photo I think we've seen so far. Yes. Uh -huh. Well, and especially just comparing Apple's hair loss from chemo like yeah <laughs> yeah ebony has a collapsed lung and she uses one of those why oxygen. isn't it not like emphysema yes i didn't understand that either <laughs> i don't understand how smoking would cause a collapsed lung no do you understand how it would cause bianca's severe gingivitis <laughs> <laughs> and lisa's very technical face tumor good lord uh... oh top model why do you do this to us? Top model trying so hard to make a point and they just never execute. <laughs> they just never do. There's some fun stuff here. Um, Heather is talking and I think producers are constantly making her talk about how she feels in any given situation. And she calls herself a ditz bucket, which that's the cutest thing ever. Then we have a real passive aggressive argument between Bianca and Lisa. Let's talk about this argument for a sec. But before we talk about the content, we see them in makeup. I think for their glam part, yeah. getting made up. Then we do their whole photo shoots. And then we cut back to this fight later. There's some fight while the makeup application is happening. It's where we yeah. start digging a little bit. That That's the thing. The editing of this fight is bizarre. Because clearly everyone got glam first. Yes. And then started the process of their more like costumey music for their side effect, but you just, it's, we travel back and forth in time to come back to this Bianca Lisa argument mm -hmm. because that's the narrative the show wanted to show us for some reason. Cause it's a long argument. It goes all over the place and it starts real passive where they're like, Oh, she's a diva. Don't trust her. I'm going to throw a cell to... phone. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll, it'll come right. It'll come at your ass. It'll come right back at your forehead. Like there's a volley of cell phone throwing. Let's let's chat about some of the, the photo shoot moments, specifically Celicia, who again is paired with Heather immediately criticizes her when they're done. Yep. That was rude. So rude. It was such a bad look. And it was like, Especially when you, the funny thing is the irony of the end result of this episode. Mm -hmm. Also, it seemed like Heather was doing fine. I'll also say that Heather had probably the most difficult yes. gla glam shot because she wasn't the focus. Yeah, it was furthest away from the mirror. And also didn't have a cigarette like everyone else did to like pose with and capture a moment. She had to just like limply put an, a hand on Celicia <laughs> because they had to be like, you got to, you know how when your friends and your friends smoking, you just get right up in there. And you <laughs> sit at a makeup state, like at a vanity together in underwear. Because this, this photo also takes on another level of story that is strange. I think it was very much trying to be just like glam socialite or something. In sure. her, like, morning cigarette moment. I also love that in Bianca's severe gingivitis, a side effect of having gingivitis means you also have messy hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's the severity. Speaking of, poor Mila. <laughs> the show does Mila so dirty because she looks 
ridiculous. She absolutely does. Like, a cross between a a clown and a comb-over on a windy day. It's the hair in the hand that killed me. Like, as though she just pulled out a ponytail from her head. And she's laughing because she looks, frankly, ridiculous. Now... Should she have sucked it up and not admitted that to Mr. J by the time she got to the photo shoot? Absolutely. Yeah, you gotta know how to play this game. Yeah, but that's the one, that's truly Mila's worst quality is that she doesn't know how to play this game. Nope. She doesn't know how to make herself seem endearing and have backstory and all this stuff. And as we'll see, the first couple of people in the cycle basically get eliminated because they're too happy. <laughs> <laughs> so after the photo shoot we get this huge fight dramatic escalation is also what it seems like from the way it's edited yeah absolutely um and it's it's a lot of bianca continuing to go in. It, it totally takes away what i got to positively critique bianca on because in the on the cruise she seemed like she was very okay and had like respectful of the exotic dancer uh, thing, but this now she's weaponizing it against Lisa, and she's just saying, "Do you think America's next top model is going to be an exotic dancer?" They're extremely slut shaming, like in the most literal way. Like we, I feel like as a as a as a society, we throw around slut shaming to mean just like a lot of stuff right now. But this is literally, you should feel ashamed and not be a role model because you do something that is slutty. Like, and that's the my, my words, but like the mentality of yeah. Bianca. When she said, what a role model, give up, go home. I was like, <sighs> and uh, some of the other girls are categorizing this as cat fighting in high school. And I'm like, that's not a high school cat fight. That is some deep, hurtful shit to say. You know who looked great in this moment? Ebony. Ebony. Because she gets between them and is wiping away Lisa's tears, telling Bianca she needs to, like, back up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ebony was great at de-escalating, and she also sat beside and stayed beside Lisa. You know what I mean? For the rest of this confrontation. Yeah. Until, and like you said, Mr. J had to come in. And be like, y'all, we're still on set. <laughs> Shut up. Mila is still shooting and laughing, <laughs> and I need to get through it emotionally. <laughs> so back at the house, we go to the... Uh, Thin, the thin jacuzzi, where Lisa decides that they need to make up. They need to, you know, apologize and get on. It's so stupid and petty and young. And I know what she meant, but I just love the idea that it was a young conversation. <laughs> a real fresh, nubile <laughs> conversation that they had. <laughs> and then Bianca flat out lies in her talking head. No, she doesn't lie in the talking head. She lies to Lisa's face. Correct. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then in the talking head is like, yeah, I don't want this fight to come back and bite me in the ass at panel, so I'm going to be strategic and apologize right now. But I saw, I saw cigarettes. I saw cigarettes. I saw cigarettes by the jacuzzi. Well, they well, haven't stopped yet. Long. They haven't stopped yes, yet. Yes, but we haven't seen anyone actually smoking. Oh, interesting. It's just that I think I f it feels like we've seen <laughs> Jenna and Sarah smoking because they cut to them every single time they breathe the word smoking. Sorry, I was just imagining like some poor PA had to like tie an invisible string like around a box of cigarettes and like drag it along. <laughs> Question, how do we feel about Heather's monkey having a mohawk? Great. Great. Seems fun. It got a tie over. It's very interesting to watch 
the rest of the contestants try to make Heather a problem mm-hmm. when Heather is clearly not a problem. They're like, oh, she's weird, so she's going to be messy. I'm not picking up her orange peels. And then it immediately cuts to Heather sweeping the floor and cleaning up the entire house. Janet is so bothered by the idea of orange peels. <laughs> nothing, it's so specific, which means something must have happened with an orange that had not been cleaned up. But that, you know who looks great? Chantal. Chantal, who actually sits down and says, her and Mila, Mila says something so stupid, <laughs> where she says, do you see the world differently than like, me and i'm like me a lot of people see the world differently than you do and then chantal says we're here to learn that's what i love yes. it's the we're here to learn like chantal is like i i want to be a good person i feel like Chantal's a good person and i hope yes. that continues to be true chantal is also on big brother because she believes that social game is going to be part of this competition <laughs> <laughs> so it's time for a visitor and that visitor is miss J, dressed as katherine hepburn Yes. This hmm. is also the weirdest fucking order for things to happen. That that this, this was so tired. <laughs> Did we need extra time to like Mike Rosenthal to photoshop these photos or something? I don't understand why we didn't get this first. Especially that... since he's not on the judging panel later. Yeah. Mm. Girls, it's too early in the morning for all this screaming. <laughs> Uh, I do like what I said. This teach is all about not personal style so much as like you're a model on a go-see style. The people they show is strange because he says like cycle after cycle, show after show, we've had some styling issues. Cut to Jade, Christian, and Cassandra. That is a very weird selection of people to show. And all people that I don't remember dressing poorly. No, no. Well, we can't show winner Joanna <laughs> <laughs> with her triangle boobs. <laughs> so, uh, a lot of this is simple little dresses, fitted jeans, a t-shirt, the things we've heard before, model basics. Although I'm surprised you, they even got the option of a dress. But we don't want to know the color of your g-string. I actually really liked that note because it felt like the one thing we hadn't heard before, and the one that was also very practical is get flesh tone underwear. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Especially since we've seen people make that mistake before. And y'all, where can you get all of those simple little dresses you want? How about Old Navy? Sarah is here for this. <laughs> Sarah, who is just <laughs> conspiracy Anna alert. Do, 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 do. Hard crush. Sarah is so pretty all the time. <laughs> You'll be hearing about it a lot for me. <laughs> Sarah also feels like a little bit of an audience surrogate. Because it's surrogate. Like... <laughs> oh, she's surrogate. a surrogate. That's what I heard you say. <laughs> oh, I didn't even need. Oh, y'all, this is like when I accidentally <laughs> said Tyron. <laughs> well, this is what oh, this is forever. So now I need to hold on. If if it's in the vein of Tyron, no, I hate surrogate. I'm never going to say surrogate. Surrogate is done. <laughs> Cut to a year later and you're in a full surrogate t-shirt. Yep. <laughs> um, so, so hold up, hold up, hold up. I love surrogate. That's so funny. I think Sarah has the energy that any one of us might bring to this competition. Surely. Sure. Which mm-hmm. is just like, happy to be here. 
low expectations, high hopes. <laughs> Let's shop at Old Navy. Like that's the energy. But I also so, so pretty. She is she is very, very pretty. Very pretty. I love this side conversation that Jay has with the cameras. He has his own little confessional where he says, there are a lot of girls who work at trying to become a model for years and never, never to have that success because they don't listen. They don't pay attention. Hopefully these girls paid attention to what I was saying today. And Miss Jay's collar is fighting with his face. <laughs> <laughs> that collar is not staying down. It is a poppin'. We get another person besides Mike Rosenthal, that's a, a, a mainstay on top model now. Cycle 9 might as well have been some, like, commemorative c- cycle. <laughs> yeah. Because now it's Benny Ninja. Just trolling for model basics at Old Navy. <laughs> we head to the 3rd Street Promenade in uh, Santa Monica, which I used to go to a lot. Mm-hmm. They also had a Yankee Doodles there, which was <gasps> very tasty. Love it. Love it. So Benny Ninja says, you might remember me, from cycle eight and the laser beam maimed maze challenge and all i could think was like did the girls now think that's what's gonna happen again <laughs> why is benny ninja here did he just have a free day and he was yes. like yeah it was already here miss jay didn't want to do it i was about to say miss jay did not want to do this that's what happened just there to try to trip them up <laughs> it's not about posing at all and you bring benny ninja in for posing just like you normally bring miss jay in for walking but we're just throwing convention out the window now because they're going to have 10 minutes to go find an outfit. And then Kimberly has a weird talking head where she says she didn't realize the judges will be looking at what they wear in panel. Excuse me? Well, she also says, because he says 10 minutes to pick an outfit, and then the judges are going to pick a winner at panel. Kimberly says that, and she also says that having what I love, because this is very self-aware of her, is that the judges are also going to use this as an excuse to pick on them more. I'm like, mm-hmm. That Kimberly's is true. seen the show. <laughs> he yells out some great things while they shop. Oh, uh, who's the person who says that Heather has no idea what trendy is? Yes. I believe it's Chantal. No, no I it's, think Jenna. It's, it's Jenna. It's Jenna. It's Jenna? Okay. Chantal's here to learn, Hannah. <laughs> I did not mean to come for Chantal. Jenna, autism does not cause bad fashion. That's, I was just like, that's not a, trendiness isn't a social cue. I don't think. Now I'm worried, like, Jen is the smartest amongst us all. And like, (laughs) someone's going to write us a very angry email about trendiness. Mila decides to just wander around in the frumpiest outfit. She just ignores it. And she tells us, yeah, I heard all the, I heard all the instructions from Miss J, but I just like my outfit. It's cute. If I ever take up my side business of needle pointing top model quotes, one of them will definitely be basic. Basics too basic. <laughs> Not shop, shop, shop till you drop, drop, drop. That already is a needle point. <laughs> uh, Bianca has a moment of game recognizing game because she's too strategic to let Benny Ninja strategy out strategize her. <laughs> and she refuses to be bamboozled by his lies. Ebony, again, warms my heart because she has that moment I think a lot of us have had at a sunglass station where she <laughs> tries to remove one and about five fall out. And I'm like, yep, been there, Ebony. Also, they try to shame her for not fully having the outfit on at the end of 10 minutes. For no I reason! Like, I did not understand that they were supposed to be fully dressed at the end of 10 minutes. I actually rewound it to make sure they hadn't said that. They didn't need to be. 
because they're going to be judged at panel. So why would they have to wear it here? And that's a very smart allocation of time. Why waste time putting on pants if you don't have to? But I mean, she, they do need to she be got finished. her flair confused with her bear. That's He just wanted to say that phrase. Yes. <laughs> he just wanted to say that phrase. So stupid. There's a... So they're finally, somehow... Remember when we had a photo shoot 50 years ago? <laughs> We're finally about to go to panel sort of soon. And there's a great line, essentially from Heather's mom. And I love this. Talk about a sampler, Hannah. Mm-hmm. If you lose, you only lose once. And if you win, you win really big. That's damn good advice. Great momming. Yeah. That's good I've momming. also never heard it really put that way. That's true. If you lose, it's over. It's once. Also, we see the bucket of orange slices. <laughs> it's outside. <laughs> and there is already so much fucking trash and half-empty bottles all over this. And house. they're not all Heather. No. It's not Heather's moment. And good good moment for Victoria. She seems to be the only one that's very un- very uncomfortable about the bullying that's going on regarding Heather. I wish Heather. she had said something. Agreed. Instead of just sitting there silently. Sure. While Kimberly took a full detour into asshole cul-de-sac. Oh my gosh. Because Kimberly doesn't want to get close to her because then she'll become obsessed and clingy. Because she knows people like that. Yeah, she makes a lot of leaps in logic. And they're uncomfortable because for the most part, let's pretend Bianca's not in the house (laughs) for a second. (laughs) Beyond that, even though people are talking about Heather, most people are pretty kind about it. Or at least trying to be aware. Mostly bemused. Yeah, her name is in everyone's mouth, though. And they're talking about her so loudly. I really felt yeah. like they wanted her to overhear this. Like, I yeah. hope she doesn't cling to me. Yeah. It, I, who knows if it's editing shenanigans, but it always feels like Heather's five feet away. Well, we get, we get visual of, like, Heather in the foreground, them laughing and looking and pointing at her. Yeah. And it's even people you wouldn't expect, like, Ambrielle was in one of those conversations. I'm like, Ambrielle, no, you're my new Brooke, kind of. I don't want this for you. (laughs) Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So we head to panel. And why is Tyra wearing a zoot suit? <laughs> because it's a riot? <laughs> Why is Tyra's smoking photo actually glamorous? Thank you. What was the point of that? It's like a full Marlena Dietrich moment. What is happening? There is a skull in the smoke. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) There was a skull CGI'd in. I mean, that was Mr. J's order for that photo. But yeah, Tyra has a photo that is actually... 
a good photo objectively, yeah. but also it it goes against everything that this episode stands for. <laughs> well, don't worry. It's undercut by her cheap-ass dress and panel. Oh, my God. I think this was sponsored by Old Navy. Everyone I think we were all Old wearing Navy. Old Navy, right? Twiggy was very clearly wearing Old yes, Navy. Yes, except Nigel. I don't think Nigel. He refused. He's probably got, like, the socks on or something. That's all he would do. <laughs> also, Tyra's bangs are too long. Oh, see, I like this wig. Oh, yeah, I like this okay. wig. And I like the bang link. Mm-hmm. Why is there no guest judge? There were Mike Rosenthal and Benny Ninja. Either would have been fine. And the skull infection continues. <laughs> Miss J is wearing a skull. I, I hate this. I a hate huge this. one, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't see it, but uh, under her hair, Twiggy has two skull earrings. <laughs> how, how do we feel about the panel room? This desk. <laughs> so what's in the crevices of this desk? Is it backlit geodes? Is it crumpled gold foil? Yes. <laughs> I, it felt I got geode. I don't think mm-hmm. it's that, but that's the visual in my head. I thought in this episode, I liked the colors mm-hmm. and there was, seemed like a lot of soft texture. It felt very, like, club, restauranty. Which, to be fair, a lot of them usually do have that vibe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're always high-end hotel moments. Yeah. I gotta say, for me, this is probably one of the least distinctive ones in terms yeah. of, like, sometimes I feel like we come in and it's blue with, with black vines all around. It's got a real style to it. And I'm surprised, since this cycle has such a heavy theme. Bamboo? It wasn't just green everywhere or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or like recycled tires, just loosely tossed about. (laughs) So Chantal is first. Her accessory is a leopard velour rope necklace. Uh, Can we talk about it right now? Everyone who wore a necklace, mistake. This, (laughs) like, most of the critiques are just like, well, you shouldn't have put that necklace on. That necklace They learned nothing from Whitney. Thank you. (laughs) Her photo is very bedroom in like a really sexy way very much i like hers i also think that this is the kind of the glam part specifically oh yeah it's very much what you would hire chantal to do she takes that mid-century look really well Mm -hmm. yeah also it's one of the few poses like this not like she chose a completely different angle yeah and it really sets it apart now the tracheotomy photo looks a little like a exploded cyst in her neck and also it kind of looks like renee well in the shadiest way well we're about to get a lot of comparisons of uh, chantal chantal and renee um and it yeah she kind of looks like her here i'll say this it's almost hard to judge the disease slash side effect photos (laughs) because they're all for me emotionally the emotional journey i have to go on with all of them is like wow, this is horrifying and I don't want to make fun of it. But also, the way they portrayed so so many of these is so stupid. Yes. That I want to make fun of it. But also, at the same time, the makeup had such a big part of what was good about it. Yeah. You don't hire the same person to do your glam makeup and your special effects makeup. And that's essentially what happened here. Yeah. So the glam makeup looks great and the special effects makeup essentially looks bad yeah and i'll say this most of the glam shots are pretty great mm-hmm. yeah it's a really success it's half of this photo shoot is very successful <laughs> yeah yeah jenna is next and why are sh- is she wearing the most hideous shorts i mean these are shorts i would wear i love a cargo short moment 
This, this length? The look. Yeah, of course. <laughs> to keep all my stuff in. But also, it's close to me. It's close because it's high up in shores. Sure. But it is not good for, like, a model, model basic. basics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her photo, her glamorous photo, I like it. The funny thing about this, though, are her shoes. Because what are these pilgrimy, sexy heels? <laughs> it's like they couldn't commit to being spats. Yes. Right. Hers is middle of the road for me, and her, I think it's Tyra that says it, but, like, her bald, completely bald side is a little uncomfortable to look at. Yes. Because she's giving an expression of pure horror. (laughs) Also, why did she embiggen in that one? They, like, made her one and a quarter sizes bigger than her normal. I I don't know. Objects in the mirror might appear closer than they are. Sutin is a drag queen. He should be telling people how to apply ball caps. Yes! It's so not secure on her head. And also, you could have photoshopped that a little smoother, right? I do like the photo, though. She's fine in it. But she does get a full shaming moment. Y'all, Alexander is losing his mind. And gladly. Uh, she does get a full shaving moment where Tyra's like, so you're a smoker? And Jenna goes, I started quitting smoking smoking the second I got back to the house. And Tyra responds, so you are a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because Jenna gave the correct response of like, truthful, yes! but also like, I've already learned my lesson. No, no, no. Tyra has to teach you this lesson. Yeah, Jenna. So come in you with your lesson learned already. You don't get to learn this. Later, I'm just going to punch Sarah in the face. <laughs> Ambriel is next. I think her outfit's good. I thought she looked really cute. She needed like one less accessory. Yeah, exactly. But I think that's true of the whole group. Yeah. Her glam shot Ooh. is lovely. She has such a great profile. Yeah. Also, I'm going to say it right now. This is early, but I remember what they do to her. She should have kept her hair this way. Correct. This is the per- she had already figured out her hair. Mm-hmm. This is great. This shoot, this shoot, <laughs> this short, like cropped natural hairstyle. Yeah, it looks great it's on her. So good. Her consumption shot <laughs> is a little like, <laughs> like there's no like force, like tension behind it. It literally looks like she was like, bleh. <laughs> I think this shot really works a lot better than many of the other photos because the composition actually matches on either side of the mirror. Yes, that's very true. They're all t- they're in the same position, basically. Which could have been partly her too. Yeah. Maybe yeah, she had that in her mind. I think it's good. I just there's something about the again. I guess it's because she's supposed to be sick, and maybe she was trying to portray that. But it's like there's something so weak about it to me. Yeah, I really like it though. Victoria's next, and the shoes she's wearing are gross. <laughs> In the in real in the life, real life. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in real life, in real yeah. life. Also, this kicks off our battle royale. <laughs> Victoria versus Twiggy. <laughs> we were talking about it beforehand, and I theorize Victoria's generally pretty, pretty pleasant. Twiggy also pretty pleasant, and for some reason, their pleasant energies do not coincide in the same no. room. <laughs> no. So this photo. At first, I liked the leg, but then I realized she's pregnant, and it makes me feel like she's about to give birth to this stillborn child. I hate this photo. (gasps) Oh, really? I gotta say, I do not like this pose at all. (gasps) 
because it's it just makes no sense to me. Nobody sits like that. She's giving birth to her child, Hannah. <laughs> I I I actually fully disagree. I it's hard to judge the stillborn side because Jesus. I think but she looks great in the stillborn good job. side. I think she does a good job of the acting portion of it, actually. Sure. The yeah. purpleness of this baby. That's we why it's hard to I can't talk like. about it. I don't, yeah. I don't want to talk about no, it. No, 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 no. We don't want to talk about that. Um, but I, I, I want to go on the record. I, I actually, Victoria's Glamour Shot's one of my favorites. And I think part of it is that, again, she's someone like Chantal that, like, her face really works for this kind of makeup and outfitting. Yeah. And I think because a lot of these shots were samey that doing something a little bolder like the leg fully up if you took out the the side effect of the you know of of the stillborn part of it i think this is like an ad for cigarettes i think if she had crossed her leg and put the opposite leg on the table that would work a little better for me I get oh, that. Oh, interesting. But just like that, the one leg closest to the table up just seems very awkward to me. Oh, I just like it. I will say, as she's leaving, Nigel tells her to smile more. <gasps> well, what happens is that Twiggy says, in this picture, you're not shy, you're not insecure. And Victoria's like, uh-uh-uh. No, I will not be gaslit. <laughs> I might be, yeah, exactly. I might be reserved, but I'm not insecure. And, uh... Twiggy does not know how to handle this and pretty much just sputters. <laughs> and then the rest of the panel tries to have Twiggy's back. And that's when Nigel basically just says, smile more. Because if you said something like that, but you smiled, it would have been charming. And first of all, I don't think that's true. Second of all, second of all, you're literally saying, hey, even when you're defending yourself, why don't you, why don't you make it fashioned? Like, <laughs> <laughs> And she's right, though. Like, she's shy right. and reserved It does not equal insecure. insecure. I would actually argue that Victoria's very secure with herself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Lisa's next. I loved the moment where she tried to surreptitiously take off the earrings that someone yep. else got red for. Yep. <laughs> and they were like, no, 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 no. Keep them on. Until we tell you to take them off. <laughs> which, is, which is right, because it is yeah. part of the test, but it's still really funny. <laughs> I, I love a little, I love a little, like low-key cheater though that's what yeah. i like from lisa or I, I really like the comparison to uh shalom harlow mm-hmm. i thought it was an apt one without it being like a one-to-one comparison mm-hmm. yeah i think in her glam shot oh talk about a leg cross hannah uh-huh see that's oh. what i'm saying yeah she's sexy it, it's full bond girl too yeah like Her's the great. one critique i have her mouth is a little weak. Like, there isn't, like, tension there. It's because she's been smoking. <laughs> yeah. It weakened those mouth muscles, Alexander. But it's so gorgeous. This is another one where the composition of the photo really works because, again, it's, like, faced the yep. way it should be faced. Absolutely. But the eldritch horror nightmare on Lisa's face. Why does it have fins? It's not a tumor. No, it doesn't look like no. what you consider a tumor at all. It's like a, it's like you know in uh, Alien, the chest burster. It's yeah. like that in from her face. It's got that energy, truly. Mm-hmm. I I said dinosaur scale. Sure, but I would totally take that too. Um, speaking of someone who tried to course correct their outfit, Sarah comes up and she's tried to knot her long necklace into a <laughs> neck. I, I this loved it necklace. so much. I loved it so much. Because <laughs> I wish there was footage of just every time we cut to someone, it's just Sarah hurriedly trying to <laughs> not up this necklace. 
you know, I think truly this photo, her glamorous photo, is my favorite. It's so Valley of the Dolls. Gorgeous. With those little Jan Brady little Oh, the hair. The hair is so cute. Gorgeous. I also think it's really effective that she looks glamorous but not happy. Yes. That's an interesting point. There's a melancholy nitis to this. It, it makes you think that she's, you know, in that Britney Spears lucky music video. Yes. Yes. Her aging, it looks so stupid. That's not her fault at all, though. It's not, it's, it's costumey makeup. Love the, that the premature aging caused by smoking extends to gray hair. As if you wouldn't color it. <laughs> okay, we have Mila in this really boring sack of a dress. I, I don't think she's like, the worst dress though no it's no. just it's because it's she's only wearing one thing I think, it's yeah, just the dress that's the thing is that in some ways i think she achieved what they ask of her it is a pretty simple little dress do i think it's like the perfect dress for her body no, no. but like but especially the way they react to a different simple correct dress correct contrast. correct correct <laughs> so her glamorous photo miss j says something that is true it's so it perfect does look like she's doing a little fart <laughs> and lifting her butt off which is dangerous around that cigarette what if it explodes then <laughs> you could have turned into burn victim janet that's the moment <laughs> i don't mind her face in this no I, I don't i don't mind her face i do think fart or otherwise this is the one of the weakest body positioning yeah it's, it's just, just kind of nothing. But again, I think they, they talk about like her kind of habit, having a deadness in her eyes. And I didn't see that. And also, I think that might also be a little bit appropriate for the shoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that wasn't my problem. It's the body that's the I like problem. the face. Yeah. But the body's weaker. Uh, this mirror shot with this okay. bald hair. She looks like she's about to burst through the yes, mirror. Yes, it though. is very like Pennywise. her it's like she's swinging her head at the mirror. It's weird. It also it's makes it look so... like the mirror is angled. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's some, like it's something really strange about this. But it's the things that are bad about it are just so not her fault. Um, but they then they do the whole thing where they're like, Mr. J said you weren't taking it seriously and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I love that she was like, yeah, it looked pretty stupid. <laughs> Bianca's next. Okay, let's talk. I... Don't mind Bianca's hair color. I also don't mind her hair color. I think it looked the purple, as they call it in this episode. Sometimes they'll call it red. I think it actually looks pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And in a show that, especially in future cycles, will just choose like fluorescent green as a model's makeover, I was like, I think this is actually kind of cute, especially because she usually matches her makeup choices too i also think she is one of the better looking people at panel yeah me yeah. too. because she followed the assignment of model basic mm-hmm. yeah she wasn't gonna be tricked by benny ninja now i bet benny ninja was just voguing around that store <laughs> plopping necklaces on women <laughs> vogue 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 necklace vogue Scarf. vogue vogue sarah vogue. <laughs> beads uh. so the this photo is a little not good. This photo is one of the weakest ones for me. Bottom half for sure. Yeah. The hand on the little stool is uncomfortable. I didn't notice it. And then when I think it's Twiggy points it out in private panel, you literally, when they do a close-up, you're like, <laughs> is that the side effect? Your hand just twist? She is insanely photogenic. 
Yes. Yes. But she's just but doing But I don't think she's doing anything. anything in the glamour shot at all. And her gingivitis shot is over the top. Oh, my God. We also, I need, I need y'all to zoom in on the crotchal area. There's a weird string coming down. That we didn't want to Photoshop that out? If you pull that, Bianca calls you borderline plus size. <laughs> <laughs> it's an action figure moment. Yeah. But the... The ginger, the severe gingivitis looks like a side effect of smoking is werewolfism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. It's like hamtherapy. There's a she-wolf in Bianca's closet. Ooh. Let her out so she can brush her teeth. Oh. All right. Janet's up next. You mean Angie Dickinson? <sighs> I do love that Miss J is already very pro-Janet. Yes. Because I think he's going to be the only one. And yeah, I'm very absolutely. I think in her photo, she looks like Barbara Streisand in the best way. I could see that comparison. Yeah, there's a little Barbara Streisand for me. There's something weird about the proportions of this photo. It makes her look weirdly tiny. I think it's a dress. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, it's not her necessarily, but there's something very odd about like how close she was to the camera too i think yeah but i think again she's another person that this is like the right error for her oh yeah oh, yeah and janet is one of the better dressed in person too. yeah when she got burned she her hair became a mohawk too. the path of the fire you know <laughs> flames on the top of her head ebony is next okay right before janet leaves she has one of my favorite like non-reactions to something where they're complimenting her acting in her burn victim side. And they're go- it's Tyra's like, it's like you're saying, how could I do this? And Janet goes, yeah. <laughs> and then leaves. She's like, I'm I like, did the assignment. Sounds good. Then she's actually the one that farts, then leaves. <laughs> <Boop>. <laughs> Bye. Ebony's next. It's the same out she was wearing while doing the challenge. Basically. I, yellow and I, white. I think she's one of the better dressed people. She does look great in a pale yellow. She does. Yellows are But color she literally sure. just was like, I'm wearing a stripe and this is a solid. Same. Yep. But again, I think it works. I think she also is one of the few that chose a necklace that works. Yeah. Which apparently was the secret mission of this old Navy challenge. There is something very Barbie-ish about this photo. I thought the same thing. There's a quality to her skin. And it's not a flaw, but there's a quality up to her skin in this photo that almost looks like too perfect and like mm-hmm. there's a plastic sheen to it i think it's the way her knees are bent and she's sitting slightly forward also yeah. is a very like whenever you sit a barbie down they always lean a little bit too far forward i think this is one of i don't think either individual side is like very successful however i think the two together is one of the most successful because i think the mirror image of just her holding up the oxygen mask is very clear yeah this is like the one that I think is the PSA. What you would do the PSA. Yeah, you could see this on the subway. A hundred percent. Because yeah. it's also not horrific. While still being very clear. So I, I like the overall photo. I don't know how much of it is evident. Also, this outfit is bizarre. Why did she get a, a gold sack of a thing? She also, we're, we'll find, we'll, mm, we're going to talk a little bit more about this. I think Ebony gets the short end a lot on the styling at the photo shoots. Agree. Yeah. So, Celicia comes up first, and she's wearing the same bag dress that they didn't like before. But now, it's the most brilliant outfit that they've ever seen. Now, do I like this color on her? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
I just, there were better dressed people. Yep. Like, I really would have given it to Janet or Ebony. Yeah. I will say, though, Heather made a strong choice, wrong choice with her tank. This Double tank. Tea. Like, this is no UV. It's barely Jayla. <laughs> this is not a great graphic tee. I was surprised they didn't make her take it off and just stand there in the white tank top. Yeah. Me too. So this is what I was talking about. There's a strange new storyline in this photo. Because the way that Celicia is lasciviously looking at Heather's thighs <laughs> oh. is, it's now a love story. It does feel a little lovery. Yeah. I also agreed with that. It's because they're both in negligee. Well, and they're also so physically close and intimate with one another. Let me say this, though. Let me say this. I think Heather gets all the praise, and I think it's very deserved for how she looks in her glam shot. I also like Celicia's face in that it, a, a moment is happening. Yes. Oh, I agree. It's just a. It's just not the expected moment you thought that the shot was going to be. Oh, it no. It kind of looks like a long con murder. Like yes. she set out to murder her with secondhand smoke. Yes. But it's going to take forever. <laughs> I found her one weakness secondhand smoke <laughs> i'll start smoking then one day one day she'll look like an ogre in her picture <laughs> i do not like that salicia is looking at the camera in the mirror yeah i don't like that either <laughs> it creeps me out especially since like heather's not at all when heather is positioned correctly like compositionally and Salisha's face is all turned out. Like, Salisha's doesn't make sense as a photo because she's looking away from the mirror in glam and looking through Oof. the mirror. Like, it, it would be the back yeah, of her head. It's horrible. But yeah, and Heather looks like a zombie behind Salisha. Which they love. I don't think that was no. that good. I don't think that was <laughs> no. that good. But Heather got to use that hunch. She got to use that forward neck. And they, they were like, They also say the phrase, slightly demonic, but a victim at the same time. And I'm like, what? What the? What? <laughs> you know, like the TV show Lucifer. <laughs> Thank you, Hannah. Alexander's clearly not seen. I, I know of Lucifer. Lucifer. <laughs> so they announce who the winner of the fashion challenge is. Did we not talk about Kimberly? Oh, we did it. I'm sorry. Oh. Let's talk about Kimberly. Oops. Sorry, Kimberly. The ponytail, I think it's because how I feel about the photo. The ponytail makes us great. She always needs to have her hair in a ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the photo is kind of a nothing burger of a photo. Yeah. It's the most middle of the road thing. Like It's boring. It just it's a boring exists. photo. Like I don't truly know what to talk about with it, which is again, I think we all just erased it from our memory because nothing stands yeah. out. About Especially it. because the mirror photo, she looks like she's saying like, ugh, what a drag. <laughs> like, <laughs> Smoking's a drag. Ugh. Ugh. Hang in there, Can baby. Can you believe this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they announced the winner of the fashion challenge, and there is some shenanigans that happen. So Celicia wins. Mm -mm. Hannah, how familiar are how familiar are you with the uh allegations around Celicia? Less familiar than you two are, I believe, but okay. I have heard some things. Yeah, to be honest, I only know a little bit about it. Do we want to talk about them now? Do we need must we? Well, I was gonna talk about this one. Okay. So, Celicia was in an ad for Old Navy. It is not clear what the timeline is. Was she? Did she have the campaign before the show or mm -hmm. because of the show? So, either they're trying to cover their tracks a little bit 
by giving uh-huh. her the prize. Because the way they give her the prize, too, is weird. Where Normally, you would see the photo shoot. We would maybe pick someone to, that would do it with her. But instead, Absolutely. it's just, Celicia, you win. You win $1,000 from Old Navy. And also, you get to do an ad that we never see. Oh, I didn't even think. I, I, that's interesting. So this is one of the first actual conspiracy theories. Yes. Do, 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 do. <gasps> Ooh, that's fascinating. Yeah. It's yeah. just, there's a weirdness that there's not a consistency in how we give this prize. And we would normally see this. I had no idea that this was a thing. Yeah. The thing I didn't like about this was her being like, you guys don't know how worried I was about this dress. When we saw at Old Navy that she was feeling very confident. Exactly. Not a fan. Private panel. What's pretty ugly? Your wide eyes. <gasps> you shouldn't have said anything, Nigel. You are allowed to say one thing, and that is her five head. Yep. That is exactly what she wanted, and she's covered it with bangs. Are y'all getting a real senioritis vibe from Twiggy? Yes! Let's talk about why this is definitely her last cycle. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, history will show I've mostly been pro Leslie Horn. Yes. <laughs> I thought she was non-offensive most of the time. When she says that forgetting Janet's name is Freudian, I don't even know what she's trying to say. The way she says it, too, is like this disaffected, like, maybe that's Freudian. She also says, I've forgotten her name, actually, Janet. No, you didn't forget her name because you just said her name was Janet, Twiggy. (laughs) Miss J says that Celicia reminds him of Nick Cycle 5, and I'm like, what? dare you? What are you talking about? Also, Nigel says that Ambrielle doesn't look like a model. Who are you looking at? She looks gorgeous. And also low-key, low-key. We didn't talk about it, but in the audition episode, Ambrielle herself says that she has a lot of black features. Wider nose, and she, she listed a couple of things. I can't remember off the top of my head. This feels a little low-key racist for so. Nigel. Yep. It feels a little like her features aren't Anglo-centric. Uh-huh. And for that reason, I don't find her model pretty. I don't know. I'm just saying I don't see a reason when her picture is so fat. Uh-huh. Nigel also says an insane phrase that he thinks that Jenna is slipping away to him. This is the first time you've <laughs> first met her. Episode! Slipping to where? It's not like Miss J said it because he met he's met her at auditions. He went to the house. You've literally just met her, Nigel. Okay, and then Tyra tries to explain what this is a <laughs> wild private panel. Tyra tries to explain what Kim apparently did in the photo shoot, which is every so often be good, and then she go right back to Hoochie, and she does that as if Kim is holding her breast every and time she. I was like, I doubt Kim with a cigarette in hand was just wobbling her boobs around every so often. What are you talking about? Twiggy is also confused by this moment because she has to fully embrace Miss J to see Tyra's little booby club dance. Also, Twiggy is so bothered by Victoria. (laughs) She, Nigel barely gets out of his mouth that he likes Victoria's picture. And Twiggy screams at him. You're joking, Nigel. What are you seeing? We've never heard her that loud before. Never. She's so mad. Tyra says the phrase about Heather. 
she's making all those autistic kids go wow. They are going to do so much with Heather being the poster child for people with autism. And I guess in the show's words, Asperger's. Osbergers. She says Osbergers. I'm sorry, by the way, anyone, if I'm just always constantly mispronouncing that. It's also because the show doesn't have a consistent pronunciation. But this this making Mm. her, it's taking away her as an individual and making her only about this thing. And it's rotten because Heather also has a unique personality and style. Yes. Miss J criticizes the whole idea of the show because he says we barely get to know them. They haven't had that much of a chance yet. And Tyra's like, yes, they have. He, she corrects him in the strangest way as though she pinched him under the judging table. Yes. Because he's like, oh, I don't think, basically, we shouldn't eliminate anyone this week. And she goes, yes, we will. And then snaps in his face. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, Tyra. Of course, we should definitely eliminate someone. And I was like, this, especially just coming off of reading The Wig, The Bitch, and The Meltdown, this felt very that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not, I'm going to try very hard to not let that book like it make my experience with the show different that being said i also had those exact same thoughts so it definitely is yeah uh, <laughs> y'all we're taking a stand on america's next top model i've talked a lot on this podcast about <laughs> top model math and today we get a new branch of that which is statistics yep. during my career 98 percent of models smoked <laughs> or had smoked before does that just include when you've had a cigarette in your mouth once okay let's uh, have both of you had a cigarette before yes yes okay i as well it's been like half a dozen i'm not a smoker i've never been a smoker but i would be in that statistic i had one summer where i was very depressed (gasps) and kind of a smoker to be fair to me i was working at applebee's in times square yes I had a I had a moment where I found a pack of cigarettes in my car <gasps> that I had bought when I turned 18 oh. and I decided to just smoke them as I drove or like at night. <laughs> oh, how atmospheric like, of you. <laughs> nothing. I for a while, even though I would not smoke them, would carry a pack of cigarettes on me because I had some friends who smoked and I thought it would sure. just be nice to be polite to have a cigarette Aww. when people ask for them. But then that just also caused me to occasionally smoke one. <laughs> it's the worst thing. But we're taking a stand because this is a no smoking cycle. Jenna, close up. Sarah, close up. If you want to smoke tonight, <laughs> get your last puffs and then it's over. I'm going to say this right now and I'll talk about next episode. They do not prepare these women to no, Stop you smoking. can't. Quitting cold turkey is very nope. difficult. And also, they're already in a stressful environment, and that's usually known as a stress reliever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are you, like, providing them with anything, with, like, nicotine patches or gum or anything to be helpful? It didn't seem like it. You don't hear about it. Call-out order. Heather gets first call-out. Not my choice, but it's fine. Not my choice, but I get it. Also kind of to rebuke yeah. the house about... Yeah, it seems like more of a message to the other contestants. Then Lisa. Then Chantal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then yep. Sarah. Then Jenna. A little high for me. A little high. Then Celicia. Mm-hmm. Then Ambrielle. Would have been higher. Should have been higher. Victoria. Janet. Solo. Yeah. Kimberly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Bianca. Yes. Yeah. When Bianca gets called, she gets her very own WB90 theme song. <laughs> she does. 
It's very Dawson's Creaky for a yeah. second, and I don't yeah. know why. Which leaves Ebony and Mila in the bottom. And I don't know why Ebony is in the bottom two. Honestly, I don't think either of them would have been my bottom two. I think it would have probably been Kimberly. Like Kim yeah, yeah me too. For sure. I would have totally made that my bottom two, I think. I think Mila's low for me. And, yeah. and I think Ebony's yeah. middle for me. Yeah, I agree. Even if you had them like four and three. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But basically, because Mila stares blankly at them when they talk to her, they're like, Mila. get out of here. Well, and she didn't take smoking seriously <laughs> enough. We're a, we're a message show now. And Mila, your positive attitude is not <laughs> warranted. She Okay, we talk about people having a thousand yard stare. Mila has a 10,000 yard stare. It's so... Tara also tries to shame both of these women. But she is selected to be on a modeling competition by saying to them, we feel both of you guys have probably been told that you're interesting or modely or beautiful. <laughs> by you. Yes. <laughs> by at least half of you. <laughs> the difference, what? though, in their reactions. Ebony, full tears, instantly, crying, devastated. Well, we know Mila doesn't cry. She doesn't. And, and no. I kind of love it in this moment. I kind of love that Tyra can't crack it. Sure. She does cry when she packs for the first time in her life. Sure. Yeah, but those were tears yeah. of surprise. <laughs> yes. So anyway, Ebony stays. Mila, Mila, like, is surprised that Ebony wants to hug her, which was a funny moment. She's like, oh, okay. Mm, I guess. <laughs> and I do love that Mila's whole reaction is, I was pretty sure I was going to win. <laughs> like, you don't really get that energy from the first person. Uh, yeah. Home. And then she's just like... If you only think of the positive, the negative doesn't exist. When they say that, no, 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 Alexander, say that exact sentence again. If you focus on the positive, the negative just vanishes. When she says the negative just vanishes, (laughs) it is a full wall picture of Tyra. (laughs) It is the shadiest (laughs) editing, and I loved it. All right. Get ready for a weird update. Because there's not a lot about Mila. Mila, whose last name is Bozanova. Okay. Don't find a lot of social media, but I found a hilarious interview that took place right after the show with PIX, PIX 11 News. Oh, uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So there's a lot of facts about Mila that I'm going to spill right now because it's a fascinating interview. And I will say she comes across very nice in it. Very good. Very nice. And a lot more, a lot less like robotically positive and a lot more like a person. Okay. And the interviewer is this guy who has never seen the show before is constantly staring daggers into his index cards. Ask her questions, which I'll talk about, (laughs) that knowing her time on the show are so stupid to ask. And also (laughs) has this like bro energy of like, wow, was it hard to be on the show? Like it's the weirdest interview. Picks 11, look it up. You can also look it up by her name. So here's a bunch of stuff about her. She was born in Russia. So like Natasha, she studied economics, and one of the first things they talk about is that, for some reason, I couldn't really figure out exactly what they were saying because they breezed past it so quickly. People at the time of the interview thought she had a different last name, and she's like, yeah, I don't know where that other last name comes from. It's Bozanova. Weird. So she auditioned. She, was, she lives in Boston most of the time, and she auditioned in Boston because she was out and about and met a casting associate who asked her to audition. Okay. Um, she, oh. most of the interview is how important she thinks school is 
that her huh. big thing was always do your homework, always do the academic stuff before you have fun. Okay. And she says something delightfully shady that I don't think was purposeful, where she ba- he basically asked her, like, was it weird to be, you know, halfway through chemo? <laughs> you know, was it weird to have to wear that? Oh. <laughs> because he asked as if he hasn't seen the fact that that's why she was basically kicked off the show was her reaction to it. And she was like, yeah, I mean, that was, you know, pretty different, pretty unexpected. You expect modeling to be about clothing and jewelry. (laughs) (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) Oh my God, that's so great. The interviewer asked, did the cancer thing put you off? And she immediately was like, no, that's not what I, like she course corrects immediately. She's like, no, no, no. What I mean is just like, blah, 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 blah. She was like, I wouldn't say I was put off. It's just, that's a very serious thing. She's very good at the interview. She claims that, and we see her do it in front of Mr. J, so I only half believe this. She claims that everyone was laughing and playing around. They only show her stuff, which fine. She also says her two friends in the house, she liked everyone, but her two friends were Bianca and Kimberly, which is interesting Hmm. because we do see a Bianca and Kimberly friendship later. But I also, since we know the elimination order, was Bianca friend poisoning all of these folks? Perhaps. Perhaps. (laughs) Believe it. Yeah, but it's a fact. Watch this interview. It's got a weird energy to it. And there's also a second one I didn't get to watch yet. So if you look up ANTM Cycle 9 Mila, you'll see some stuff from her from the day. Oh, I mean, Mila wasn't my favorite person, but she also wasn't my least favorite person. I remember disliking her more. And I will say on a 2020 rewatch, her privileged perspective is a little rougher. And it was already kind of you know we talk about toxic positivity yeah that's kind of what mila represented on the show a little bit although she also got punished for it way out of proportion she had a weird energy she just had a very strange energy she did she did but i also think she seems very like fine you know what i mean it it doesn't make a lot of sense knowing that she like essentially wandered into yeah. this audition. And if you think we wandered into this podcast, you should rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> we did not. <laughs> no, this is a deliberate walk. <laughs> we love hearing from you. Uh, and tell your friends, you know, this is a controversial cycle. This is a controversial podcast. Yeah, we're all very pro-smoking. <laughs> we say do it more. <laughs> it's the only thing that got me through Applebee's. <laughs> Uh, you can also send us any mail that you might have to uh, podleadum.com. And just so y'all know, anytime we get like a really nice email or something, Alexander texts it to us and he always go, he always says Tyra mail and then copies yeah, and pays. So, so if you want to create a nice little text moment for us, it's our own little Tyra. It's like my favorite thing is to see a yeah. text from you that says Tyra mail. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. I'm hanging out on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. I'm on Twitter at JW Crump. And be sure to use the hashtag PodLeadem every time so that we can uh, nibble them up out of the air. And again, if you want to support us, use anchor.fm slash PodLeadem. That's anchor.fm slash PodLeadem. You can support us for as little as 99 cents a month. You probably won't even remember you did that. <laughs> <laughs> so for Pod Leadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you on top. Pod Leadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10 by 10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders.